Hey guys, it's Paul. I'm just letting you know that about an hour or so in, about an hour and a minute in to this podcast, we actually had some technical difficulties that resulted in breaking up the podcast into two parts, and there was an hour in between, so we tried to pick it up as best we could, but when you hear the little sound, that basically is where it's cut, and I mean, full disclosure, it's kind of weird. We make reference to it. Um, anyways, enjoy. Welcome back, April 12th. Um, yeah? 11th? I guess. I mean, it's April 10th. It's Tuesday. We're recording pretty late. Yeah. But, I mean... Last chance before I'm off to the great... media monks, I guess. United States, yeah. My name is Nathan. Uh, Paul is here. Yep. Uh, Yeah, so where are you going? Uh, it's Coachella. It's a thing. Yeah, I had a friend that went to Coachella about three years ago. Him and a bunch of dudes got in a van and drove down there for three days. Yeah. So um, that's pretty cool. I think we're driving. Well, I know we're driving, but I don't know the whole plan, really. I basically just hitched a ride with some people. Like, people I know, sort of. Sort of. I know one of them. Okay. But, uh, yeah, just they planned the whole trip and everything, the hotels and everything, so I'm just kind of along for the ride. I'll tell you one thing, taking a trip to, like, something like that is actually pretty fun with dudes you either know really well or kind of don't know at all. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you you get to know people you don't know really well pretty quickly. Yeah, because you kind of have to, because you're in a pressure cooker social situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's fun. It's good times. No, I'm looking forward to it. It just kind of snuck up on me. I wasn't ready for how quickly this month would go by. Are you but, looking forward to the actual trip? Uh, I think so. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, I like, you know, I, I gotta buy some health insurance, though, because I don't trust America anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't trust them. See, the thing um, is, I hate the trip. I don't like the journey. I want to get to the destination, but, because we drove to PAX last year, I guess it mm-hmm. is now, and it's about a 12-hour drive with stops and, like, taking it easy. Yeah. And, like, I hate that. The it's first the leg worst. of the trip ends in Vegas, so how long is that drive? You know, you I can't remember exactly. I had used to work with someone that made that trip a few times with some buddies just driving. Mm-hmm. I think he said straight down, like, every time the driver gets hired, they switch. It probably took them 18 to 20 hours. Oh, man. Yeah. That's all right. It's gonna be, and he says it's, it's rough. Crazy. Like it's pretty rough the first time you do it, because, well, he said it's fine the first time you do it there, because you're excited and you're going to Vegas and blah blah blah. But then, like on the way back, it's just terrible. Yeah, I need to. Like, I didn't. I I haven't been planning well for this whole thing at all, because it's just been kind of slowly coming up. But I've been taking care of school. Like, apparently, it's in a desert. Yeah. First of all, so I didn't know that. So I had to buy sunscreen and shorts yesterday because I don't have those things. Yeah, like, who wears shorts in Canada? No, well, like, I have really old ones, but it, they wouldn't work anymore. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that took care of that. And then, yeah, apparently I need to charge my PlayStation Portable, get my work time, work time phone or something. And your DS? You have a DS, right? I do. 
I guess that would probably be a good idea too. And charge up my phone before I go. Make, make sure, sure you get some Wi-Fi. Media Monks podcast on there. Yeah, sure. Listen to myself talk to, talk about stuff. <laughs> yeah, from great. Like two weeks ago. <laughs> be like, oh yeah, Walking Dead was really good. That was a good show. See, I could not stand that. I wouldn't want to hear myself for like twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like yeah, I'll listen to myself like in a couple months and be like, oh, that's what I was into. All right, huh? Okay. Yeah, if nothing else, it works as a good like time capsule type thing. Yeah, digital time capsules of what I was doing. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but I, yeah, generally I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hot topic. Gotta go there. Oh Take man, care of some really important business. That they so you could only... get a one-up shirt? No. Uh, they, as far as I know, they're the only physical store where you can walk in and buy ponies. On okay. T-shirts. See, I can totally get that because, yeah. like, have you been to a Hot Topic before? No. People joke about it's, them all the time, though. It, you know Spencer's Gifts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Think like that, only for clothing. All right, like just clothing. It's they, and the people have there are kind of like the people you would find like huddled in a corner at PAX. Okay. So I mean, it's kind of weird the first time you go in there because it's like, wow, the stories were true, but at the same time they have like stuff you would wear. So oh, it's okay. kind of okay because like there are still T-shirts there with like weird gaming stuff on it and like weird inside jokes and stuff but they also have the section that's like bazinga on a shirt and you're just like oh yeah because you know sheldon cooper on that show that's funny but i don't know it's an okay place but all the stories about it are kind of true okay i yeah i i'm assuming las vegas will have some i just need to get to a mall or something yeah but yeah just like, like all my friends are going to a bonnie Vare concert in okay. vegas and I just don't care about that dude. Not I haven't listened to his music. I don't know. I know he's supposed to be amazing. I just it was not a thing I was doing. So now I just right. kind of have a time to kill by myself. So I just kind of well, I, I heard don't... that like if you just go to Vegas, you can literally just walk around the strip and there's stuff to do everywhere. I know, but I kind of want to go off the beaten path and just be like, what are the suburbs like? And just like hang out there. But apparently, that's literally just what it is. Like houses. So that's yeah, kind of but... not great. I think it was Fright Night that kind of made me curious about that. Oh, it, just, it, like, drive that, out into the desert until you get to this, like, little area of housing? Yeah, there's just this other community that kind of orbits Vegas, and it's totally normal. But, you know, Vegas is over there. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Like, get some photos from there or something. It's like, the strip is over there. See, it's like, it's like some sort of weird landscape. I don't know. But, It should whatever. be a good time, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll... I can handle being in Las Vegas for like 30 hours or something, and then we'll yeah. go to the actual thing. Um, it's, yeah, I, I need to break down the schedule and see who I can even see. Is there no Coachella. like brony meetup down there? There must be something. You know, I asked on the Reddit a while ago. It's like, is anyone else going to the thing? We can hang. It's like, no, that no one replied. So I don't know. I'm assuming maybe they'll just be wearing pony stuff because I'll be wearing pony stuff. So we'll just know. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. I also hope I don't get stabbed or anything. I don't. I don't oh, I don't think so. Uh, a little Vegas paranoid apparently about. Apparently, is one of those cities that's just like tourists are there all the time. So the worst that actually happens is usually people are trying to sell you stuff for like way overpriced. Okay. Like apparently, like bottles of water there are just terrible. Yeah, I should probably get a refillable. Like I was thinking about, can I get one that'll keep stuff cool, or will it just all heat up and it'd be gross? 
Yeah. Yeah, Canteen. Zojirushi. Apparently they make some good stuff. They keep stuff cool, though, too? Well, I would assume so, because if it's, like, shielding the temperature from the outside must keep things cold, right? Because, like, things will stay cold as long as it's touching itself for a while. Right. Well, maybe in my mall expedition for the Hot Topic, I can also check for some practical stuff I'll need. Yeah, exactly. Like a hunting Um, knife. No, I don't like knives. They make me uncomfortable. (laughs) I'll do that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do do, do we want to move on to other topics, or...? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess on the topic of music... You're going to Coachella. Who are you planning to see there? Um, oh, I'm trying to like the the main thing I can't miss is the weekend. I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, um, I've heard, but I haven't heard. You know, heard of. Okay. Um, Justice. I should probably see just because they've been a thing I've enjoyed for several years now. And yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Live. Um, I'm kind of thinking about maybe seeing Childish Gambino, see how Donald Glover works a stage, you know, yep. see how that works. But, yeah, uh, M83 is there, maybe, that might happen. Um, hmm, just a Are second. you taking your flip? Yeah, I guess so. Try to get some video of something. Uh, I can't, like, some of the headline stuff I just was not interested in, like, I'm not a big Black Keys fan. Radiohead was not part of my life, really. Yeah, so. see, like, if I were to go, I would definitely see the Black Keys and Radiohead. And Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? I would probably not see them. I would definitely see St. Vincent and Feist, because I love those guys. Like, okay. I say guys, but they're women. <laughs> um, Here, I'm trying to remember who else. Oh, I guess Frank Ocean is first day. Uh, Sebastian, he's kind of part of that whole French music collective. Oh, wow, uh, neon, the horrors are going? Neon Indian's pretty good, but I've already seen them, so if if that conflicts, I can I can do something else. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of really good artists going. And there's stuff I've just kind of more tangentially heard about, but haven't really seen. Hmm. Godspeed, you Black Emperor. <laughs> oh, Bonnie Vare's at the thing. Why are we going to Las Vegas. <sighs> I, don't... I don't know. Alright, whatever. I didn't plan that. Uh, subtract. I've been thinking about it. I should. I should see that. Atari Teenage Riot, I'd go see. Um... So it seems like we're... We Cascade? would see definitely different people if we were both to go. Just big, dumb electronic shows. Like, there's even stuff I haven't really spent much time with that I just like, oh, I'll check out what LA Riots are doing, see what that's about. Avicii's there. I've heard things. Yeah. Um, okay, Girl Talk, right. That was one I definitely want to see. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, da, 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 da. Like, would they just, like, have an MP3 of one of their albums and leave it playing while they dance around or something? Yeah, probably. No. That'd be great. It would um, probably be, like, live remixing, right? Yeah, like, see what kind of weird new pop stuff he'd throw in there. I could get down um, with that, for sure. Noisia, maybe. DJ Shadow. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Maybe I can be coaxed into seeing other stuff I wouldn't normally, as well. Like, at the Whatever. drive-in? Yeah, what is that? It's a punk band. Okay. See, not normally what I'd do, but it's a big music festival, so maybe. We'll, what we'll, we'll stays see. in Vegas? Hmm? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. 
Oh no, idea. this isn't just like, this isn't in Vegas anymore. Like no, I know. Just like the same idea though. Like what happens at Coachella stays there. Oh no, it goes on the internet and everyone sees it and laughs at it. Yeah, that's, that's how true. it goes. Yeah, I'll hopefully upload. You should all probably sorts see weird... Dragonette. What is that? Uh, artist, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know. It seems like something you might like. Yeah, there's like yeah a lot of stuff I just don't know. It's more just like Coachella's the thing, so I need to see what's going on. Well, it so. sounded like it was just kind of like you had the opportunity, and why not? Yeah, it it was like because I think you were talking pitched about to me, and then like a day and a half later, it was just people. like, sure, why not? Yeah, here, all all you need is money, right? I'll work, look into that, and then found enough money, and that will happen now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, I mentioned Frank Ocean, so I want a bit of a follow up on your odd future experiences. Okay. Um... It's okay, I guess. Over, overall, as a collective, or overall, um, okay. There's parts I don't like. I can't think of any specifics because I haven't heard enough of it. Um, I mean, overall, I could see the the appeal. It's not overly for me, though. I mean, just talking about who we would see at Coachella, it's obvious that we go towards kind of different, like polar opposites. For... Like you like R and B a lot, right? No, I like more oh. uh, rock and punk and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Where you, I think you're more like rap and electronic uh, type stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I could definitely see the appeal of some of that stuff, but for me to like something that's like rap, it has to really appeal to me mm-hmm. on some level, and this stuff kind of doesn't. So, Well, it was made in basements, so that's kind of what I like about And that's it. fine. I mean, like some of it is much better produced than others like it's the whole indie part of it doesn't really bother me at all it's that I can't get into it Mm -hmm. yeah it's just a personal opinion thing okay um I still like the weird contrast between Frank Ocean and Tyler the Creator working together yeah because it's they seem to differ a lot in terms of their subject matter and approach and stuff yet they're part of the same team yeah I mean I was telling you I think on Facebook that American Wedding is kind of amazing Mm-hmm. Just because it takes this dusty It takes old... the best parts of the Eagles and, like, gets rid of all the crap. <laughs> well, at the very least, that song's been overplayed, so that anyone could reinvigorate it at all is pretty impressive. But, yeah. Yeah. But then the Eagles are upset about it, so as, of course they are. I mean, yeah, as everybody would probably expect them to be because it's the Eagles. Yeah. And that's fine, I guess. Whatever. Speaking of music, Gorillas. Yeah, they're they were are one of my favorite artists of that genre, whatever that genre would be, like animated, like hip hoppy pop punk stuff. electronica. <laughs> I yeah, know. I don't know what, but yeah, apparently things aren't going so well. They they they're probably over, or very likely. That's really too bad. Yeah. Um, I I didn't I've like kinda... Plastic Beach that much though. Oh, okay, I was just listening to it today. Empire Ants is a great song. Um, and Melancholy Hill's alright, but Empire Ants, I think, Ants, Demon I think is my favorite. Day, Demon's Days or Demon Days? Demon Days is probably their best flowing album. Probably because it just doesn't go on as long. <laughs> like That and I think the whole last half of it kind of like literally melds into itself. Like, like it you got Dennis Hopper like telling his really story. Song. Yeah, kind of. Um... Just, yeah, that Dennis Hopper And, you know, 
fire coming out of the monkey's head. Yeah. Uh, no, that album's probably my the one I go back to the most, but I, I did really like Plastic Beach as well. Um, it's also the first one I really listened to in its entirety, so a bit of a weird entry point for me. Um, yeah. Did you listen to Blur at all? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, or, kind of. I didn't follow them, like, for a long time, because for a long time before Song 2 came out, they'd been doing stuff, but they've been mostly European. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get a whole lot of stuff over the pond, as it were. But when Song 2 hit here, I kind of liked it a lot, even though it was overplayed. Yeah, so was um, in that Simpsons episode. Yeah, I mean, it's been in everything. And the FIFA video game. Yeah. And uh, so I picked up one of their best, greatest hits or whatever, one of those compilations, and really enjoyed it. But at okay. the same time, like, I've listened to their full albums and didn't enjoy that so much because there's a lot of, like, filler songs I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough, but what I've heard, I've liked, yeah. Okay. Uh, just, apparently that's over too. So, yeah. Okay, so it's just Damon being kind of a jerk, or is I, he, like, or, mad? Or... I, I don't know. There was, there was some talk, like, there was a bit of a rift between him and Jamie over some element of the, like, Plastic Beach tour, I guess. Okay. But, yeah, I'm not, I don't know the details, but... That, that's kind of what he said. I didn't, also didn't know there was a song, a gorilla song that came out like two months ago. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it right now. Do You Thing? Yeah, that's right. Andre 3000 and was in it? And it's like all together. So it looks like one word, Do You Thing? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all mashed up on. Yeah. Um, the music video is kind of alright, but I don't know. Have you seen it? or? I haven't seen the music video. I've okay. just heard the song. Just CJ animated dude kind of walking around having a weird morning. See, the thing is, like, I've never liked the gorillas when they've done the CG animated type thing. Oh, okay. I've always liked their music videos where they were just, like, cell animated animation. They kind of com- combine them. It's yeah, like... I don't like that. It looks weird to me and kind of creepy. It, it, it does look weird and creepy, but I thought that was kind of great. Like, dude's eyes look all wrong, but in a way that was like, whoa. Like, cause it's just yeah. all black. There's no, you know, pupil that is discernible. And was... to be honest, Gorillas has never been the same for me, anyways. Even though I l- love Demon Days, without Dell the Funky Homo Sapien as their rapper dude oh. that they use. So, okay, yeah, there, there's a bunch of guest stars and stuff now. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I've always liked Dell quite a bit, and like growing up with the first album, I guess it is just the self-titled Gorillas. Mm-hmm. Um, the music videos that had Dell, like, the songs that had Dell, the music videos for them, they actually featured him as, like, a gorilla's character. Oh, okay. He was, like, the ghost that hid in Russell the drummer's hat that would, like, bust out a beat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he would, apparently the story was, like, he would, uh, put Russell into a trance, or Russell would get into a trance while he's drumming, and then, like, this ghost would pop out and start rapping to his beat. It's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird. There's a whole like background and lore of all the characters. Yeah, I haven't really looked into any of that. I've like I've seen the videos, but I didn't read into any more. So I mean, growing that. up with that stuff without Dell, it doesn't feel like the gorillas to me. I okay. guess it's just a nostalgia thing more than anything. Even though I really like Demon Days quite a bit, and he wasn't in that at all. Hmm. Well, end of an era, I guess. Oh, that that was the one thing I wanted to ask. Did you ever listen to that album they released after Plastic Beach? It was, like, mixed on an iPad or something? 
Do you remember what it's called? Was it like D sides or G sides? No, there was that one. That was a few years earlier. But there, there was like another one that I just never bothered listening to. I don't but now that so there's that. like not going to be anything else, maybe I'll just be like, all right, well. Yeah, I don't think I've even heard of that. I like after Plastic Beach came out, and I didn't enjoy it really at all. Like there's a few songs on it I liked, but I didn't like the album. I just kind of stopped listening to them. But dude, the, the you know the Plastic Beach, the song itself is great. I hate and that song. That's the worst thing they've jellyfish. ever done. Dude, no, there's a Casio on a Plastic Beach. It's weird. Ugh. Why would it be there? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I just get all weirded out by that song. I quite enjoy it. Um, were you, hold on. What were you saying besides that song? I thought you said something else. Uh, super fast jellyfish. I really like love that. that song. It's like this breakfast cereal. It's, yeah, I don't know. Just a second. Okay, gorillas. Typing it in. We should keep this in the final edit. Yeah, I don't edit, so it's cool. All right. Checking iTunes. Super fast jellyfish. That's the. The Fall. Okay, that's what it's called? The Fall? Yeah. Okay, that's really kind of eerie because, you know, they're breaking up, or if they're breaking up, their last yeah, album. Yeah, so the this fall. is like, as they were making it, they realized it was all going wrong. It came out pretty much exactly one year ago, April 2011, April 15th. And is it just like remixes then? No, it's just like, I think it's largely instrumental. It's kind of, oh, I guess there's a couple with, with lyrics, but yeah, it's, it's just really simplistic kind of minimal stuff in comparison to their more highly produced business. I'll definitely check that out. I mean, I hadn't even heard of it, honestly. Sorry, now I'm just realizing there's multiple versions of Plastic Beach, and I don't know if I got the wrong one or what. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think, yeah, the one I got came with the Stilo video or something. Anyway, alright. Gorillas. Yep, I mean... Listen to them while you can, I guess, before yeah. it becomes uh, impossible to find their albums anywhere, I guess. And their main... No, that'll never... That I know, with the long. internet, but, it's not impossible yeah, but to find more like, like, hey, if you didn't get to see them live, that's too bad. I didn't either, so... Well, I have a DVD of them. I mean, that's the best, I think, in our city we could ever do, because we would have to travel long distances to ever see them live anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. But, alright. Um... On to film-related media. Yeah. Um, At least for me, unless you want to talk about I mean, I was going to go see the what's it called this week, but I haven't yet. Uh, 21 Jump Street. It's a good movie. That's what I hear from yeah. quite a few people, and it seems like the only thing I really kind of want to see out right now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I probably will. Uh, well, there's one more movie you might want to consider seeing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's called The Raid Redemption. Okay. Do you yeah. like violence? I love it. Okay, do you like kind of martial arts and stuff? Um, yes. I'll say yes. Okay. What happens if you took, like, all those Jackie Chan fights, but then, at some point, he just started stabbing people? I don't know, you'd get Jet Li. Okay. Is that kind of what I he was doing know. as well? No, I don't know. Jet Li was he just, would, like, like break a Jackie Chan without stuff. the humor, really. Yeah, this this movie, like, okay, yeah, this is an Indonesian movie that, from my perspective, kind of takes the most savage violence from, like, Korea. Like, have you seen I Saw the Devil? I haven't yet. I heard it's really good. 
Okay, there's a scene in that movie where just the worst stabbing happens ever. Okay. Um, just take that kind of, like, awe, oh, and then put it in just, like, giant fights with, like, ten dudes or whatever, and this movie kind of happens. It's, it's like, I love how simplistic the plot is. It's basically just, like, a unit of cops is sent to this big building full of criminals um, to do, just kind of, just to do a raid and, like, arrest the big dude. But it turns out, like, there's some shady business going on in, like, the upper layer, levels of the police department, so no one else knows they're there because they're not supposed to be there, so they just get cut off, kind of. So it's, like, 15 cops versus, like, all the criminals oh, in a wow. building. I kind of so like that like, idea, though. That sounds like yeah. an assault on Precinct 13. Exactly. It totally reminded me of that movie as I was watching it. It's like, oh, it's just a super boiled-down John Carpenter kind of set setup, and then just... With murder. Horrible things happen. Just, like, straight-up murder. Yeah, like, for the first bit, like, I was just like, okay, this is, this is an action movie. But there's a moment where the cops suddenly are, like, realize the gravity of their situation and stop, like, arresting people and just start fucking dudes up horribly. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, there's, like, d- dude just drops down from, like, the roof. Guy grabs him and throws him out the window. And then, like, right. a dude grabs an axe and just starts cutting people. And you're just like, what is going on? Like, it just explodes into just crazy chaos. And then after that, yeah, just, like, there's kind of little bits in between, but there's just, like, action set piece, action set piece, like, crazy martial arts fights. Uh, the one thing I guess I will dock it is it doesn't do gun battles particularly well. Okay. Um, yeah, like, they're, like it seems like the cops run out of all their ammo in, like, the first big fight, and then it's just kind of kicking and stabbing dudes from then on. But, hmm. you know what, it's, it's still pretty great. Um... So yeah, thumbs up for Indonesia. You figured out a good formula. Um, so is that like out in theaters then? Yeah, it's it was at Chinook uh, right now. It, apparently, it's been doing pretty well internationally. It came out uh, end of March, I guess. So so it's definitely like it's popcorn movie, not something you'd take a date to. Well, unless you know you and that date are on the same page in regards to there's a place for horrific violence. So like not a first date thing then. Probably not, okay. but it would also be a good litmus test to see if you'll you'll last, you know. Which is like this it's is true. what I really like. So yeah, just jump right into the deep end. Killing um, people always brings people together. Yeah. Oh man, just yeah, like was not prepared for the stabbings. Like they're just they get me every time. Like it's just like no. Oh oh okay. Like you just kick a guy and you're like, all right, that's something someone would do. And then you stab him, like, four times. See, no, that doesn't bother me so much, but, like, when I watch anything to deal with uh, fingernails or toenails and stuff, that bothers me Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, there's no, like, torture type stuff, really. Um, Machetes happen. Uh, Dude gets stabbed with a fluorescent light tube. That's pretty great. It's crazy. Like, it was kind of like the doofiness of, like, wrestling or something in a way, as well, just kind of happens. Like, there's one dude who just does not have fighting skills, so he's just hitting people with chairs and, like, pushing... Like, See, that's fantastic. On I can get behind that. Yeah, it's... It was a pretty enjoyable movie. So, if... Yeah, if you have a stomach for just mindless violence, um, check that out. Uh... Hmm. I don't, I don't know what to transition into. Yeah, um... Speaking indie game, the movie's violence. coming out. I just bought tickets. Oh, oh yeah. For that, I'm really looking forward to. Well, I mean, it's out, but it's coming to our city finally. 
What like what manner of screening is this? Is it just like a one night at the plaza type thing? Yeah, kind of. The theaters it's at are Eau Claire and West Hills. It's, oh, okay. So it's a no- oh, okay. normal admission, like the $15 or whatever admission. But yeah. after the movie, there's a live broadcast um, Q&A, I think, going oh, on. Oh, weird. With the creators okay. of the film, because all of, there's 32 or 34 screenings all over Canada happening at the same time. Oh, okay. And then that's going to be broadcast after to everyone. So, I mean, it's kind of a neat idea. Yeah, I didn't, like, I guess the last time something, like, the, yeah, this is just reminding me of uh, Louis C.K.'s Hilarious. They did kind of a one-night across Canada thing, but it was not, there was no live anything after, so that is pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, I'm into it, and I've been wanting to see this movie, and I have an extra ticket for you if you're interested so. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I've been hearing a lot about it. Apparently, giant bomb dudes show up in it for a little bit. Apparently, Brad Shoemaker specifically. Sweet. From that, uh, uh, did you see that lemon lens video that one of the with, interns did with him playing? Super yeah, with the Meat Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. that comes up, and that's going to be pretty funny. So, what all games do they chronicle? Like Fez, Meat um, Boy, Fez, Meat Boy, and Jonathan Blow and Braid. Oh, okay. So I guess like it's this background stories to them creating these games or whatever. Fez, I'm not too mm-hmm. interested in. Like, I don't know from the screenshots and the video and stuff. It doesn't seem like something I really care about for okay. as a game to begin with. However, it's like, getting some pretty positive rumblings though. So, but like hearing Phil Fish just kind of be a dick, yeah. kind of turns me off of like paying for it. Like I'd probably play it at someone else's house. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I would want to support him, and it's not because of that whole thing at GDC where, like, he said Japanese game developers like suck or whatever that their games mm-hmm. have been garbage for a long time. But more specifically, wrong. I um, went on his Twitter, and he's just like mm-hmm. cold cussing dudes out. Like that's so not cool. Yeah. All right. When especially like when these are the people that whose money you're trying to get with your product, they say mm-hmm. something like, I don't think Phil Fish should have, like, got, said this or whatever, and he would just be like, fuck you, you fat fuck. Like, back. It's like, wow, that's really? not very diplomatic. I, no, Jeez. I mean, that's really going overboard. I don't think he said that exact thing to anybody, but it was just kind of one of those things where, like, he would just comment on, like, against people, and it's really juvenile and kind of gross. Like, it's pretty defensive, or what? And you know like, what? It's fine to be defensive, because like, it's like your life, right? You put all this time into Yeah, something. but I mean, like, what's going to happen now? Like, once the Fez comes out, and I'm playing it, and it's like, this isn't that great. And then just dude who made it is going to reply. Exactly. Like, you just go, like, I really wish at the Phil Fish, or whatever his thing is, was a better game developer, and he just starts cussing you out. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's something really unappealing about when... Specifically for me, indie developers do that because every indie developer I've met, like at PAX or like at these small cons and stuff like that, they're totally humble and great guys, and like they'll play their game with you, mm-hmm. and like they'll tell you about it, and they're super excited to so to like just kind of see the other end of it where they think they're a big shot, and they're just kind of like calling people out like they're Activision or something is kind of gross. Okay, uh, I'm just looking at his Twitter feed now, 
Um, last thing he really said was, I need to stop using Twitter forever on March 14th. Um, please okay. follow this guy for Fez-related news. I'm out. And then the last thing was, like, two weeks ago, where he says, Fez is coming out on the 13th, and that's it. So, apparently he's realized his inability to engage peaceably with people on okay. the internet. That's, I mean, that's so, totally fine. And in his defense, I will say that, like, what he said wasn't that bad, because, like, game developer, Japanese game developers have for a long time lost their stride that they used to have. Mm-hmm. But... Like, he didn't deserve to get all the hate he's get been getting, and I'm sure people have been harassing him. Yeah. And that's totally fine, but at the same time, like, if I said something like that and it was incendiary, I would just close my Twitter account for a while. Uh-huh. Until it blows over. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't engage people that were just calling me, like, names and stuff, so... Yeah, I guess he just handled, like, attention starting to turn to him pretty badly. But, whatever. Yeah, I mean... More than anything, it just soured me on the whole thing, so, like, I don't think I would even give Fez a fair shake, because it would just be kind of, like, that thing that's, like, well, this has been in development for, like, five years, and it still isn't that great, and the dude is kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, what about this is great to me? Nothing. So, it's totally something I want to try somewhere, but I can't give my money to him. I just can't do it. Okay. I... Yeah, I I'm not sure how intrigued I am. I'm, I'll probably check it out just as well. If you buy it, then it. you should come over here, download it, and we'll play it. Okay, that all right. Um, oh, okay, we'll, we'll we'll do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Speaking of video games, Demon Souls. There you go. Yeah. Um, I started playing Demon Souls again, and okay. I am. Largely of the opinion that that is the best PlayStation 3 exclusive game on the system, barring the first experience you ever have with Uncharted. Okay, I was about to write, uh... Because, like, the first time you go through any Uncharted game, and it's just kind of like this epic Indiana Jones-type set piece that you're controlling, Mm -hmm. that's kind of fantastic, and the graphics are great and everything. But, like, as a solid game, I still think Demon's Souls is probably the best PS3 exclusive you can get. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've never been a big fan of Resistance or anything, so I'm not sure what even. I mean, up. yeah, like Resistance is Resistance and Killzone. They're both like, I don't know. They're just and people like Metal Gear Solid Four, you know. But but was that wasn't that on Xbox as well? I can't remember. No, no, it was an exclusive. Okay, yeah, that was but... okay. But I mean, it was more of a movie that you play. Like, I'm talking yeah. specifically for gameplay, because I've... It's a game that, when it came out, I couldn't give it the attention it deserved, really, because every time I would play it, I would get kind of frustrated and lost, and I had other games that were coming out, because it was kind of in the heyday when things were starting to come out for the PlayStation. Yeah, I only managed to put, like, a couple hours into it. But, like, lately, I haven't really cared about any other game out right now, so every time I come home now, I just kind of pop that in for a while, and I find myself replaying the same parts and getting progressively better as, like, a person every time I go through them. And yeah. And that's kind of fantastic, like, to feel that, oh, this, like, skeleton at the very beginning of this level can totally own me. However, I just took out a boss that's as big as, like, this castle. So there's some sort of sense of accomplishment. Oh, totally. As soon as you see... Like, the first boss isn't that great, because it's just kind of a pile of goo with shields around it, and you're just kind of like, well, it's Yeah, I did that one. It's kind of gross and stuff, but then the next boss you fight in that area 
is literally a knight with a giant shield and lance that's as tall as the castle. <laughs> and, like, just seeing him fall when you take out his legs and stab him in the head, it's just great. Like, it's fantastic. How many deaths to bring that about? Um, I probably went through that fight about five times. Okay. Which isn't too bad for a boss fight. Um, the challenging thing about that specific one is that there's archers all around this little car- courtyard you're in, and they're shooting at you the whole time, so you have to go and take them out and then worry about the knight. Mm-hmm. But, like, the first two times, I completely tried to ignore the archers, and they would just get you in the back and kill you, like, instantly every time. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those games that every time I play it, I grow more in love with it, and I can't wait for Dark Souls to come out. Well, Dark Souls no, is to be able yeah. to play Dark Souls, I should okay. say. Because, yeah, I have Dark Souls, but I just haven't put time yeah, into it Yeah, I still haven't bought that yet. I should go do that. Um, speaking of medieval mm-hmm. fighting-related business, mm-hmm. do you watch Game of Thrones? Um, I was actually going to start last night. Okay. But I haven't yet, no. Like, I haven't kept going. I saw the first episode. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's back. I just wanted to kind of acknowledge that that is happening. There's Mm -hmm. been two episodes so far. It's Um, a pretty good, still? It's still pretty good. Uh, Peter Dinklage is kind of the guy now, as far as the cast goes in terms of, like, the most intriguing character by far. Okay, Um, I would appreciate no spoilers, obviously, too. Yeah, just, yeah, Tyrion kind of steps up in a big way, and that's pretty awesome. Um, it, yeah, the first two kind of seem to be just establishing new characters, uh, new areas that we're gonna go to and stuff. Like, nothing super crazy has happened plot-wise yet. They seem to be kind of planning for the future. Okay. yeah, I'm still I'm still into it. It's it's juggling a lot of stories though. Like it's like spreading its net wider and wider in terms of how much stuff's going on. So it's just like okay, like maybe they need to narrow it in some for some stories. That's kind of what they did in the first one. Like they'd kind of have a lot going on, and then you you, you haven't gotten there yet though. I think it's no. the second or third episode has a really good, just kind of straightforward story that. So are you saying that pretty much after the second or third episode, I'll get hooked and just catch up right away? Uh, hopefully. Um, there there was like one or two in the first season that were kind of like, eh, but it's generally really strong. So hopefully that'll happen. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to catching up on it. Every time I think Game of Thrones at this point, though, I just think of Screened.com because that's kind of all that I've seen posted now ever since oh, really? Rory left. is just like people doing a recap on Games of Thrones. Oh, okay. I I haven't really checked that site since Rory left. But... Yeah. Um, have you seen any of the new people, like, they're writing? No, the, the, the hey, we're here now had a picture of Ricardo Montalban or whatever, so that was, that was alright. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, the first, the one, there's two women and one guy now, I think, doing the main writing. Mm-hmm. And, um, the first post from the new people that wasn't the by Berman Braun or whatever, which is kind of like, hey, corporate name, and mm-hmm. everybody kind of hated that, that a post was done by the company instead of a person. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, it was obviously done by a person, but it was under the name of the company, and people oh, didn't okay. take, t- the community didn't take well to that. And it was the first actual post was a recap of 
the previous night's episode of Games of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. And um yeah, they ripped her apart. It, like it was pretty bad. But Okay. Because it apparently it was just I didn't read it, I just read the comments because I wanted to see what the community would react like to a new person's first post. Mm-hmm. And it was literally just people like berating her because it was just a recap. There was no opinions, no anything. It was oh. just like a point by point like what a happened. Plot summary. But then they re- the writer of the article redeemed themselves because they were engaging with the community the whole time, and then everybody at the end was like, okay, we kind of love you now. So, oh, okay. I mean, that's kind of nice to see that there's still a community aspect with the writers. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird, and th- I guess the reason this came about is because every time I hear Game of Thrones, I just think of that now. So that's kind of a okay. weird thing. It's 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 pretty good though, you know. Mm-hmm. As far as like big budget cable TV shows go, a lot of oh. people are into it. A lot of people I know very well are really into it, and I like their stuff they like. So I would probably really like it. Yeah, I I I endorse it. Though I I okay, I guess Mondays now because I I get the TV a day late because um cough, uh, internet. Yeah. No, I mean I get you because. I don't have HBO, and yeah. I don't record a lot of stuff on the TV as it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, Mondays are pretty much TV nights. Uh, th- like Episode 2, Season 2 of Game of Thrones is pretty good. Episode 4 of Mad Men Season 5, though, holy crap. That was yeah. an amazing episode. It was just the weirdest one they've done, maybe. How so? Uh, just like... It's, it like uh, You know how sometimes there'll be like a news story or something that'll kind of just affect the characters' moods. Like, it'd be like, oh, Marilyn Monroe died or something. You know, like, mm-hmm. to kind of just get a sense of the day and the time. They're, like, I guess, I think the murderer they're talking about is Richard Speck, I think his name is. There was some mass killing thing that happened uh, in July of 66 where eight nurses were just killed by this dude. Okay. And, like, that news story kind of plays a bit of a role in kind of what Sally, like, she's all scared and stuff. Um, Peggy reads the story and stuff. Like, it just kind of sets this weird mood of, like, dread and stuff. So in it becomes the almost like a horror movie? A little, little bit. Like, it, and, like, the other stories won't necessarily directly involve the news story, but they'll be, like, creepy. Like, Draper's storyline, he basically just has a really bad fever. And then just has like hor- horrible nightmares. <laughs> like okay. it, it was really weird. Um, and like I, Joan had a pretty substantial like subplot in it. Like it's kind of her husband coming back from Vietnam and like some weird stuff there. Like it was, it juggled its stories really well. And like they were kind of consistent in tone, in a way that I was, I was really impressed by. So I don't know. It was it was quite the forty five minutes or whatever like yeah and and like just tons of good plot progression and character progression too like you know Rogers kind of screwing up a lot Peggy's kind of making this power play this new character's getting more time and like there's some conflict with him and Don and stuff is like, this it's like, something that I could like just watch this episode or do I have to catch you up? know I was thinking about it like if you were like there's there's some episodes every now and then where they kind of work as their own little story they're just better if you have a more rich understanding of the characters this one might qualify there was another one in season two that was kind of just about different characters experiences on Easter I think it's called three Sundays okay but like for season two it that one's good too it would, um 
it wouldn't make sense to just not catch up because it's still pretty early. I guess, but it you know that the first season now I I still hope it doesn't act as a stumbling block for a lot of people because it is pretty good, but it really takes off later. You know, like okay, so much establishment needs to happen first, and then eventually these people are just like people you know, and then you get to see their lives slowly go into weird places or great places. Who knows? Kind of depends. So, but, is it something yeah. that, like, even though, say, I watch an episode, I'm like, this is terrible. Like, I can't stand this. Should I just, like, push through that feeling and keep going? I, I Have you had that feeling, Watson? Not really, but I mean, I've had the feeling with the first few episodes I've watched that I'm just, like, I'm just not invested in these characters at all. Yeah. Like, like the summer I started watching it, it did take me quite a while to even really... Like, it was me kind of forcing it. Like, it was like, this is, like... But I was pretty interested in the time period anyway. So that was helping me a lot. You know, so... Mm-hmm. If that if that isn't there, I don't know what to recommend. But, yeah, like... Like, you know, for a while I was just like, all these characters are despicable. Like, I don't really care what they're doing. And then eventually that kind of was like, ah, oh, actually, this person's pretty interesting. And then eventually it started spreading around to, like, where I'm pretty much invested in everybody to some degree i have my favorites but yeah like there's some good peggy stuff in this episode too but yeah if none of the characters are resonating with you though at some point then maybe it's just not for you and i I don't i wouldn't suggest forcing it well but thinking i should probably at least get through season one because i mean i've made about half the effort as it is end of season one was kind of where i was like like, I bought season one because it was, like, $15 or something, and then, like, I was like, oh, I made a minute mistake, and then by the end of season one, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna buy season two, and then by the end of season okay. two, I was like, well, I'll wait until season three comes down in price, and then one night, I was just like, no, 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 and I just ran to the Walmart and paid, like, way too much money for it, and then watched okay. season three. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then I was there for season four as it kind of aired, and then I watched all four seasons again. Great. So, it's like, like I'm, I think I'm experiencing this show much like my friends were experiencing Lost a few years ago, where they thought it was just the best thing ever, and just watching it and rewatching it. Like I love it, but yeah, I don't want to, you know, try to force anybody. It might not work, but mm-hmm. there's some great stuff in there though. And yeah, it. I don't know. I don't think there'd be anything that would kind of ruin the progression or anything if you watched this episode. Maybe like to get a sense of where the show can really do, like. Yeah, maybe I should recommend some, like, I, these are what I would consider the peak of what Mad Men has reached, and they work on their own. Do you like this? Because if you don't like it, then this is the best it gets, so don't worry about it. But if you if you do, then, you know, try. there's moments like that throughout, so maybe. Okay. Maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll write up a thing about Mad Men's, my, my favorite stuff. I haven't yeah. really done that. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I really liked it. Check, it. check it out, man. Season 5. It's, it's pretty good. Um, do you want to talk about YouTube? There's political stuff. Rick Santorum's done. Um, mm-hmm. Yay! And provincial elections coming up. Vote or don't? I don't, I don't think know. I voted last year. I voted two years ago. Yeah. I can't remember which way I voted. Um, the thing is with me, I really believe that if you don't know all the platforms and, like, the you differences, could do more how harm. they affect you. You're doing yeah. more harm than good voting. Yeah, like just blindly throwing it at a name, and it's just like, oh, dude, you voted for the worst person. And see, like, like oh. for a while there, um, I 
can't remember the name. I think they were the PCs for the longest time. Mm-hmm. But like they, their party changes their name in Alberta quite a few times every now and then. But um, PCs, I voted a while ago because I was a student, and what they were saying appealed to me like the most. Mm-hmm. At this point in my life, I don't know enough about the different parties to know like what intricacies they bring to my current situation, so I probably won't vote. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, sorry, what's going on in, like, our provincial election, do you know? I, I guess the main thing that was kind of a surprise is the Wild Rose Party is polling, like, really well, which is kind of weird, like, they're more conservative than our conservatives. Okay. Typically, which is kind of annoying a bunch of people. So there, there's this one website, changealberta.ca, that's kind of encouraging people to vote smart. Like, don't just... Th- like, you know, don't just be like, well, I like NDP, so NDP. It's like, no, dude, they have no chance of winning in this riding at all. You yeah. should vote liberal. It's as close as you can get with a realistic chance of winning. Like, is mm-hmm. their kind of... How they're trying to break it down. Super slanted, like, website. Like, they, they say some pretty reductive things in, in some respects. But... I don't know. It's at least a... They, they also kind of do, are doing a pretty good job of reporting stats on the last election, which I have no idea, like, what happened. So they're just like, hey, actually, in this riding, this party got 37% last time, and that's pretty good. So with the current situation, maybe it'll swing, so maybe vote for that one. You know, like, they're trying to kind of point you to a party that actually has a chance. Um, my riding, though, was to be announced whether or not, like, to, in regards to who would be the best bet. So right. I, I still don't know what I'm doing. But, yeah, it's just the election's kind of right within my day-to-day, because I have to actually set up the tables and stuff, I think. It's at my community center. um, job there. Yeah, so, like, it's just been in my mind a bit. But, yeah, I I don't know how it's going to go, but just that that's going to happen. I think 23rd or something, when is it? Do you know? I don't know, because I'm probably not going to vote. (laughs) That's fair enough. You You don't need to. It's, yeah. The, it's uh, a pretty sad in our day and age when you can say that, though. Hey, like I'm not going to vote. That's okay. You don't need to. Well, kind of, yeah. Like, like that's no, because people keep trying to shame people and be like, "Oh, you're being apathetic." It's like, no, your your system's really lame, and your the candidates running are terrible. So yeah, I mean, I don't want no, There, it's a no win situation as it is right now, anyways. Yeah, like, if you don't vote, then you don't really have to take responsibility for the consequences. But at the same time, the states have it way worse than we do. They do, which is, yeah, why the Rick Santorum thing is kind of interesting. I guess Mitt Romney is the official guy now, and that guy's crazy in his own way, so... Did you see Obamaville? No. It's a video, I think it was uh, Rick Santorum that did it, and it's basically like a trailer for a horror movie. (laughs) Oh, man. And it's just like... Um, imagine a town where this and this and this and this and stuff like that is like welcome to Obamaville and it's just like this town where people are unhappy because they don't like have certain rights and like yeah it's just disgusting it's hilarious I posted it on my personal blog where unemployment is almost at 10% (laughs) yeah it's really funny that's pretty great I think it ends with something like literally, literally like welcome to the town that um, Obama forgot, welcome to Obamaville, and the basic idea is that Obama's doing stuff only for, like, big cities, and all these small town folks are gonna get fucked. Yeah. 
it's pretty funny. I I started laughing and then I realized it was serious. <laughs> yeah, there was a really bad like Ron Paul slander one that was like Twilight Zone themes. Just like slander Ron Paul videos is so are crazy funny for everybody. Yeah, like actually, yeah, I was watching Mr. Show. I continued to watch some of that, and they do a parody of that kind of campaign videos, but it's just rich dudes talking about how great they are for no reason. Okay. Um, but they they kind of nail the weird format and the stupid like nonsense like statements that it's like no that that doesn't mean anything that's not offensive. It's just you warped his picture or changed the tone of this this you know the music or whatever, that you're not saying anything of substance, and it's just like, yeah, but, you know, politics. It's pretty great, though. It's it's pretty great, the back and forth between these two. And then they find a target they can both agree on and take him out. It's, it's yeah. Anyways, Mr. the Show, way I now. found Obamaville, the video, to begin mm-hmm. with, was um, there's a YouTuber called The Amazing Atheist on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his real name right now, but... He's a dude that, like, his whole persona is kind of like the angry video game nerd, but for, like, mm-hmm. real-life topics that are important, not just video games. So, like, he gets on, like, this soapbox-type thing, not literally, but, like, he starts yelling into a camera about stuff that's going on in his opinions and views and, like, why some things are bullshit in his eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, more importantly, what he does a lot of are responses to stuff that people are kind of into at the moment. And I mean, with the name The Amazing Atheist, he's obviously an atheist, and he uh, usually talks back against, like, religion stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I like about him specifically is that he doesn't just berate people that are religious. He specifically says that, like, as an atheist, he's just a skeptic, and, like, he's giving his views on stuff, and it's actually people that are, like, really religious that are attacking him, and he's just kind of defending himself, like, yeah. his point of view. Like he doesn't actively go stuff. after anybody that uh, is religious. Like, unprovoked or whatever? Like, like he doesn't go after devout people, really. He just kind of says that everybody are idiots, and he includes himself in that. Yeah, and yeah. And that, like, none of us know, like, anything about what's really going on. So, like, we all just kind of take a stance on things and stuff like that. That's his kind of Mm -hmm. background on everything. So, like, it's easier to take him more seriously because he includes himself as part of, like, the idiocy that is society and the world as it is, and he's just Mm -hmm. kind of stating his views on stuff. And I like it because he's the type of person that when people attack him, he'll attack them back with, like, his point. And I, what I like about arguments is hearing both sides of the story. So, like, I like it when he does the videos where there's usually a video response to him that he cuts up, and then he'll give his retort to each part. Yeah. And, like, I can I, see both sides, and I lean more towards one or the other, and that's what I like the most about his videos. But also, he's kind of funny doing it, because he's just kind of, like, an angry fat dude with long hair and a big beard. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to take him too seriously with anything. Yeah, um, I've I've only seen very little about him. Like he he was kind of being like his name is being thrown around a bit in terms of like pseudo misogynistic things he may have said on a response or something. Yeah, his thing was that uh, he made a video saying feminism's bullshit, and the whole reason behind that is because he thinks that by encouraging things like feminism, it takes away from, like, the other side of the world, which is obviously men. 
mm-hmm. and that he thinks that everyone should be given equal opportunity, and that doesn't mean that bl- you can blame one side or the other. Yeah, like, trying to prevent it from swinging into misandry or whatever. And, like, yeah, and, like, he totally says that, like, you know what, if this was even just 50 years ago, like, everything you're saying would be totally true, and it was still bullshit back then, but it's not like that now, and you need to, like, get your head out of this, like, kind of retroactive thing where, like, we have to give women rights when they have rights. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know, it's just, and, like, he did a bunch of videos based on feminism, especially ones that, uh, specifically ones that are entitled stuff like feminism's only feminism when guys do it, or, or sexism's only sexist when guys do it, or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know, he's been getting a lot of heat about his ideals on that more than anything, which I find kind of funny because with the name The Amazing Atheist, you wouldn't think he'd be fighting off people about feminism. Right. I think, yeah, like, I think it was the atheism subreddit that was kind of taking exception to it because it kind of casts a negative light on atheists, is what they're saying, but that doesn't make sense because atheism isn't really a belief system at all. It's just no. one thing. So beyond the one thing they agree on, who knows what you're into? And I guess this yeah. is like... I guess just that the word atheist is being associated with it, so there's already a bit of a PR thing for trying to make it not seem like atheists are crazy. And you know what? A lot of people are subscribed to him. Like, a lot of people comment Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's really routinely big. gets, like, a couple hundred thousand million views on each video, or... Yeah. Like, he's, he's pretty big. Yeah, he's so. pretty big. Like, he has a documentary, like a self-done documentary, and, like, mm-hmm. books... So, like, he's been doing stuff, and he knows what he's talking about, because obviously, if you do this for that long of a time, you get information, and you get knowledge. Right. Like, for example, you type in The Amazing on YouTube, number one is Spider-Man trailer, number two is Atheist. So, <laughs> yeah, know, that's so That's a pretty big go. deal. <laughs> and feminism is actually the first thing that comes up after that, so apparently those have been getting some attention lately. Yeah, I guess more than anything, like, I just wanted to bring to people's attention that, like, he's someone that, if you're interested in learning, maybe, like, if you're a devout Christian, Muslim, Jew, anything like that, it might be interesting for you to hear, like, the other side. Like, it's totally fine to be in your faith or beliefs, but maybe, like, just give someone who's a little bit loud and ridiculous a chance to, like, show you... I mean, personally, my side, because I'm kind of skeptical. I, I've i referred to myself as kind of like a hopeful atheist, because I kind of do hope there is a god. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm skeptical that there is. Or, like, I'm skeptical to anything to do with faith and stuff like that, just because of how, I mean, specifically you and I were raised in the school system yeah and all that. like at the at the very least yeah like what we were presented with isn't true <laughs> yeah know, exactly. that's where i'm kind of at but like at um, the same time i kind of hope it is because it would be a nice feeling to know that there's something or someone watching over us but i can't honestly only say only if it's not it. a horrible vengeful psychopath like, like yahweh yeah like <laughs> you know what i mean brought up to believe <laughs> so i don't yeah know. like the, the god i was sold was not a cool one at all so you know, hopefully there's something, like, if there's anything... Just, hopefully there's more than what we know. Well, I don't know, like, but, you know, come come to, like, 
coming to some sort of terms like there might not be and I'm okay with that is I think a healthy way to go at it but yeah like don't be banking on like well I screwed up this life that next one's gonna be sweet though like no no fix this one cause you don't know you know yeah you gotta, exactly gotta be practical about it and but, before like like I guess like Carl Sagan was technically an agnostic I guess cause he was like open to the po- potential possibility that there could have been a thing or whatever yeah. But don't dwell on that, you know. Stay stay grounded here. Yeah. Um so I don't yeah. know too many actually devout religious people. Mhm. I know a couple of agnostics and I know maybe one atheist like straight up just like nope. The like word god doesn't mean anything. Well, like, stuff like that. Yeah, like for me it's like the word god doesn't mean anything anyone's been using it for pretty much. Like, it's, yeah. it might just be describing, like, a human tendency or feeling or something, really, as yeah. far as I, I can tell. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of a big topic. I guess, like, I know some pretty liberal Christians, and then, like, a few from, like, high school era are probably pretty fundamental, but I haven't seen them in a while, so I don't know. But, yeah, and I mean, yeah. it's totally okay to believe in all that stuff. In fact, I kind of envy a lot of people that are able to have just straight-up faith that things will be okay, because that would be really nice. I'm not sure it will be. Well, I, I, like, I'm like, I think things will be okay, but only if we make it okay, you know? Right, but like, so you the, can't just sit in the state anymore. of the world, it doesn't seem like we're making things okay most of the time. Uh, I don't know. I like, I think, I like to think there's a general trend forming that's pretty good but it would require well, some maybe if you're into ponies well if you're into ponies but also just the internet um i like yeah the global community like that yeah like even even though like i disagree with most of what happened like i like that how big the coney thing that happened i think i might have talked mm-hmm. about this but i like the, i've been talking about it i a like lot. where the internet's going as we like see that it now, a global conversation it... on that scale could have happened. You know what I mean? Just that the Coney thing kind of was able to kick off a conversation of a hundred million people. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea of the internet kind of being able to talk to everybody in such a big way. Like not everybody, but a hundred million is a considerable number, and you know have that kind of discourse on that level. I don't know. Yeah, internet man. It's it's kind of the kind of the coolest thing. It's kind of the future. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, the uh, I guess the one thing I've I've been confronted with in regards to the internet, though, that I do feel a little weird about is like the incredible energy costs and stuff it takes to keep it going. But oh, yeah. I think it's worth it. But at the same time, like it's like, well, dude, we're exploiting all these other countries' oil and stuff just to keep our weird system going, and it's like. Yeah, but you know, that but it's cool. Out. Yeah, like honestly, you know. internet should be free for everybody, including those nations. Like we should be setting up stuff over there. I'd well, love to I mean, talk Google and stuff kind of wanted to and stuff like that. Well, it's not like it can't be free, really. But I think it's like something people will fight for. Like I like the SOPA thing too, that kind of united people and be like, "No, fuck that. We need the internet." you don't understand. Yeah. Like, and people, like, you know, people were getting all annoyed. It's like, oh, come on. You know, like, this entitlement with North Americans is like, no, you don't understand. This this thing is, like, unifying people in a way that is unprecedented. Don't dismiss it as being, like, oh, a bunch of kids telling stupid jokes on the internet or whatever. Like, 
there's more stuff going on. Like, I've, I actually, in their intervening little time here, uh, Rick Santorum, like, wait, no, he's already done, but there was another thing. There's another update. Hold on. Okay. Oh, the news. It just comes so fast. Yeah. Just a second. Oh, well, first of all, I have, uh, in the magic of editing and time, uh, I actually watched some amazing atheist videos. Yeah, and I've been walking for an hour. Yeah. How did that happen? Also, now I suddenly have cat food and cat litter. Extraordinary. (laughs) And Um, a new bottle of ketchup. Well, you know the area I live in, kind of. Yeah. I walked down to the 7-Eleven and then back because I needed Mm -hmm. bus tickets, but I forgot my wallet, so I still have to walk back. Gross. I know, right? So I've been walking for an hour, and I have a good hour walk ahead of me. And you, yeah, and you kind of, in a way, accomplished very little. But I didn't whatever. accomplish a thing. But you know what? It well, kind of got, felt you know, good now that I'm sitting down again. The walk itself was worthwhile. Yeah. What did you see along the way? Like the walk isn't an issue. I used to play soccer most of my childhood, and like even when me and a friend went to Seattle for PAX, the first day we were there, we walked five miles, and the next day, eleven point five miles. Hmm. So like walking isn't a huge thing for me. More than anything, it's just the fact that I didn't get anything done. So it just feels like I wasted an hour. But you know what? That's fun. Uh, I don't know what I was like. But you were watching I don't know. Rick Santorum stuff, I guess? Something. Yeah, just Reddit continues to hum along and do things, which is great. I, mm. I guess it's mainly just people talking about it. You saw the and Obamaville job. thing? I watched Obamaville. It's oh, right. Funny, no, right? it wasn't even related to that at all. Game of Thrones has been renewed for a third season already. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good, so, I guess. that already happened. Um, but, yeah, uh, I watched the Obamaville one, which was extremely terrible, but in that... And I liked his kind of voiceover of it. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, the whole thing I thought was a joke. Like, I thought some Reddit guy did it. It's like, no, this is actually like, part no, of his campaign. It's his campaign. It's really funny. It's, yeah. And, yeah, he he breaks it apart pretty, pretty well. Um, so, yeah, that, that guy's all right. He, he's okay. Like, I don't know what everyone was angry about. I guess he said something weird, but whatever. Oh, and him, him. I watched one of the feminist ones, too, about the talk. Okay. Like the, where they're kind of, like, a bunch of women joking about the, a news story where a dude's dick got cut off. Oh, okay. I didn't watch hor- this. He has, like, two to four hundred videos, so. Yeah, just this was one of the feminist series ones. And he's totally right. Like, that is super messed up that people are allowed to laugh about that on network television. But if, like, the reverse, you reverse the genders, it becomes the worst thing ever. Yeah, I mean, there's always a sexist thing in everything, pretty much. Like, double standards. Yeah, Yeah, so, I mean, I see both points, and I think both sides are stupid. So that's Mm -hmm. why I think, like, everyone should be equal, and if nothing's off-topic, like, nothing should be off-topic to talk about. yeah. So yeah, either right. You're saying like either okay make it or equal or okay. ban both things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, all of this possible through the magic of the internet. So indeed, that's that's what's gonna save everything. Figure this problems out just by talking about it. Just like the we Canadian do every way. week. Yeah, right here on the Media Monks. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Terrible, I know, but I I gotta I I gotta get ready for my trip and stuff. So. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I just wanted to say that um, people can still email us at themoviemonks at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. It's in the notes, as usual. Okay. And also, 
don't be afraid to hit us up on Twitter if you disagree or agree with us. We like to talk to people, so it's yeah, always, it's always fun, I guess. Just be respectful, and we'll be respectful back. Um, so next week you're going to be gone. I'm thinking I'm going to get one of our friends in here because I have two other friends I've been wanting to talk to. Okay. We're going to be talking about um, video content on YouTube and the internet, and the mm-hmm. two friends are two different people that do different stuff, and then, of course, our friend. He just fits in, and he'll help me host, probably, so that works out. What? Like, I have two friends I've been wanting to do something with, like, to talk okay. to, and to one of them I wanted to get a little more exposure on, and, of course, we have our friend who just fits into the whole video content thing, so that'll be up next week. Why are we dodging around names? Like, is this... I'm weirded out right now. No, I don't know. Just because, like, you don't know these other two people. Oh, okay. So, anyways, okay, I'm going to be talking with a guy named Hebrew Lantern. He just started doing some videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Pretty nice guy, Jewish guy, so, I mean, he has that going for him. Uh, Yep. The other guy is a co-founder of the Awful Gamer Network that they're working on getting. It's a community of gamers, and they're doing their own community-type video projects, so... Uh, his name is Eno Mezzo. And then, of course, Proton John, because we both know him and he'll help me host. So, And talk about the post-panel disaster stuff. Yeah, he'll probably talk a little bit about that. More than anything, I just wanted someone who's new in the content making. Someone who's okay. been doing it for a long time as like a contrast. And then someone who's doing it as a community aspect instead of like his own thing. Okay. So, just different viewpoints, and more than anything, they're just nice dudes, so we're all gonna talk a little bit, I guess, and... Alright. Yeah. So all that and more, next week. Yep. On the Media Monks. Well, have fun at Coachella. I I think I will. Okay. Thank you. Hopefully. Unless I'm good. And we'll see you guys later. Dead to the punk. Dead to the punk.